We've got a batch of Phillies injury updates and the latest on a pair of Pirates who have been hot at the plate. Like death and taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. <laughs> I have but, not had uh, three cold brews uh, yet. It works great in a fantasy league. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15. On The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15 for Tuesday, September 15th. I'm Al Melkier. I'm here with Michael Beller. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, Michael. Um, Monday was sort of a slow news day. And probably one of the bigger stories had to do with the apparent uh, impending sale of the Mets to Steve Cohen. I don't see a whole lot of uh, fantasy implication there, at least that we can really <laughs> speculate on at this point. So... I guess we will get on to uh, to the news that there was on Monday, and we'll start kind of where we uh, spent a lot of time on uh, Monday's episode, which is talking about the Phillies injuries. They've got a bunch, but we've got uh, got some updates. Reese Hoskins was placed on the 10-day injured list with a UCL injury. That would seem to uh, mean that a season is over. I've not actually seen that uh, proclamation made yet, but... Uh, do you think it's it's fair enough to uh, drop Reese Hoskins if you have a reason to do so at this point? Yeah, definitely. If you've got like a overstacked uh, IL and you can't afford to stash him until we get the official word on his uh, UCL injury, then uh, yeah, go ahead and drop him. Does seem like no matter what, he is going to be done uh, for this season, and that. Looks like it includes the Phillies making the playoffs, if the Phillies do make the playoffs. So uh, we'll run it back with Reese Hoskins next year, although if this is a serious elbow injury and this is already the middle of September, be interesting to see when he's able to get back on the field. Uh, yeah, that would uh, actually, uh, that would definitely have an impact uh, for, for 2021, it would seem. so. But like you said, we'll uh, be checking in on that because um, I'm sure there'll be more uh, details uh, in the days to come. Uh, meanwhile, uh, in that uh, doubleheader against the Marlins on Monday, uh, I'm sorry, it wasn't a doubleheader. Marlins have a bunch of doubleheaders, but Monday wasn't one of those days. <laughs> one of the few uh, they- non-doubleheaders for them. That, yeah, and one of the few non-doubleheaders on Monday's schedule, actually. Uh, but in the one game that the Marlins played against the Phillies, it was um, Phil Gosselin filling in. Which, by the way, in the rundown, I did spell with a PH. So I, I hope you appreciate what I did there with Phil. He did. Phillies I can confirm that, in. listeners. He did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's something I would do, right? Uh, so, uh, pretty nice season so far, Gosselin. I mean, yeah, he's an early 30s veteran utility guy. Um, it would probably be safe to say that we we know who he is. But he's having a, a, a sort of an uncharacteristically robust season so far in 85 plate appearances, which is actually the most he's had in a few years. Batting 267 with a 353 on base percentage and a 453 slugging. In fact, the three home runs he has right now already ties a career high. So I went looking for him in my NL only. He was gone. So should I start looking in my deeper mixed leagues maybe? This is all about what you might need over the last 13 days of the season, 12 days of the season, whatever that exact number is. I mean, in a vacuum, I will say I don't think so. I think that, you know, he has caught lightning in a bottle here and good for him. And you can't take away the accomplishments he has reached at this point of the 2020 season. Uh, But unless you need something very specific from a player like him, uh, he's not someone who I am trying to really get to carry me through this stretch run of the season. All right. So, um... 
Moving on then, uh, I think a good update for JT Realmuto, I will say, as somebody who has Realmuto on a couple of rosters, um, I, I'm taking this as an encouraging piece of news that he's been diagnosed with a mild hip flexor strain and will miss at least a couple more days. But there, that leaves open the possibility that he will be back later this week. So I'll take that as some good news for uh, JT Realmuto. Zach Wheeler, even better news for him. Uh, we talked about that on the Monday show, DVR and I, and that uh, nail injury that he had, losing the nail or, or losing almost all the nail uh, in sort of a freak occurrence while getting dressed. Um, but he is expected to start against the Mets, uh, a series that starts on Tuesday. So uh, we'll see Zach Wheeler back in the Phillies rotation soon. Scott Kingery came back off of the injured list and homered against the Marlins in his return from the injured list. So uh, I dropped him in a 15-team mixed league. Um, should I try to get him back? Or you think uh, you know people in general should be trying to get Scott Kingery in those leagues? Yeah, he's someone who I would be a little bit more interested in uh, than than Phil Gosselin because we've seen it from him over a much longer stretch. We've seen him be a useful, productive player for a, a meaningful stretch of time. We know he's got that positional versatility too, so you can pick him up, pick him up, and you know figure out a place to start him without really detracting or having to take away from what's already on your roster. He's someone who I would be interested in over the last two weeks in fifteen team mixers. All right. Yeah. And, you know, you talked about positional or uh, I'm sorry, rather uh, categorical needs. And uh, he still has that that threat to steal bases and be a, a power speed yep. combo guy. So, uh, you know, if you need help in those areas, uh, throw throw a dart there at uh, Scott Kingery. Not literally, of course. Um, <laughs> good news for the Yankees. And um, DVR alluded to this on the Monday episode that uh, he said there'd be a chance that uh, Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge would be back sometime this week. And there's been a report confirming that. So they're expected back at some point this week. We don't have a specific timetable. I would guess it's probably later in the week, but just something to uh, be aware of for your, particularly for your daily lineups. Uh, if you've got Clint Frazier, any reason you think to worry here? Probably, right? I mean, the Yankees went on a little bit of a hot streak last week uh, to get themselves pretty much locked into the playoffs, uh, at least entering play on Monday. They were 26-21, and 21, so at that point, you are almost certainly going to be one of the top eight teams in your league. They would pretty much have to lose out to be in any sort of jeopardy. But still, with all the missed time that Stanton and Judge have had, I think the Yankees are going to want them to be in there pretty much every single day, so long as it's not compromising their health to get them up and running and ready for the playoffs. So I think you're really going to see the Yankees get back to that opening day lineup, and that's bad news for Clint Frazier. Yeah, it could be uh, for sure. Uh, well, you know, we've talked a bit about uh, teams to pick on um, with pitching, you know, streaming pitching uh, over the final couple of weeks. The Pirates are a team that we've mentioned uh, probably more than a couple of times, but not it's not the whole lineup that's uh, terrible or slumping. Uh, actually, a couple of Pirates that are really hitting very well lately. We're going to talk about them and some of the other standout performers from uh, Monday's slate. We're going to do that in just a moment, just right after these messages. This is the Athletic Shield Kapadia here to tell you about Liquid IV. Nobody likes to feel dehydrated. Maybe you get a little bit of a headache, dry mouth. You just don't feel like yourself. But believe it or not, dehydration still occurs daily in three out of four people. With Liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Each serving helps you get as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. Maybe you use it after a really intense workout. Maybe you went out socially distanced with friends and had a couple extra beers the night before. That's where Liquid IV comes in. 
It is healthier than those sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. Plus, it contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. And Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. Liquid IV is donating 3.7 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ATHLETIC at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code ATHLETIC at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code ATHLETIC. Hi, I'm the Athletics Joe Posnanski uh, for Indochino. You know, finding clothes that fit you just right can be incredibly challenging, especially for somebody like me who has uh, a body type I would call um, dumpy. It's tough to find anything that fits right. You know, I'm not really a large. I'm not really an extra large. I'm not really a double extra large. I'm not really anything. So it's obviously, it's fantastic. You go to Indochino. They have you uh, go through this entire fitting process where you give them basically every single bit of information that you have about yourself. Uh, you have every measurement you have, uh, who your favorite beetle is, uh, you know, what what uh, you believe about the infield fly rule. And uh, and then you come out and and they're they're going to send you. Uh, clothes that are uh, that fit you really better than anything you could possibly get in the store. It's it's fantastic. Uh, with Indochino, you get custom fitted suits, coats, casual wear uh, at surprisingly affordable prices. Customize everything from the fabric and lining to the lapel shape and uh, monogram if you're a monogram kind of person. Uh, if you're getting married, Indochino is a no-brainer for you and your groomsmen. Forget about the off-the-rack suits that don't fit different body types. Indochino gives everyone a tailored fit. Visit one of the Indochino showrooms across North America or book a virtual appointment and shop online at Indochino.com. And right now, you'll get $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more when you enter the code JOE at check. Look at that, JOE. It's for me. Joe at checkout. That's super easy to remember. You go to Indochino.com and the promo code is Joe. All right, Michael. Well, let's uh, start with Trevor Bauer. Um, another uh, superb start for him. And it's hardly newsworthy. And it's it's also hardly anything that we could really consider fantasy relevant uh, for this 2020 season. But looking ahead, um, I think it could be a little bit difficult to, to value Bauer for next year um, you know, because of the year-to-year inconsistency, a great 2018, a very disappointing 2019, and now a, a completely dominant 2020. And coming into the start against the Pirates, Bauer was ranked seventh on the ESPN Player Raider among uh, starting pitchers. Uh, he'll probably rise uh, maybe a couple spots or more after uh, this start. And so I went digging a little bit on Bauer to see what's different and to me, the most notable thing was that he's actually throwing his forcing fastball quite a bit more than he had last season. And it's just been a more effective pitch with uh, more swings and misses and better results on balls and play. Uh, are, you, are you buying into this or does the kind of on again, off again pattern for him in recent seasons uh, worry you enough to maybe discount him thinking ahead to next year already? 
No, I'm not going to discount him. I think that, you know, the on-again, off-again period is going to keep his ceiling limited. I don't think you're going to have to suddenly be treating Trevor Bauer as a top 10 starter going into next year. I just don't think that the market's going to force you to do that. If it does, then I probably would be staying away from him. Uh, this year, he was, what, right around SP25 or so by ADP. I could see after the year he has had this year, him getting pushed up into the top 20, maybe even all the way up to 15 or 16. And I think that's a fair price for him. And it's one that you know, we'll dig into obviously more over the winter, but off the top of my head, I would say I'd be comfortable paying. And it's for the reason that I have beat a lot on this show over this entire season. More often than not, I'm going to trust the talent. And we know that Bauer has that underlying talent. He has shown it to us in multiple seasons. He has shown it to us over a full 162 game season before. And we know that he's a tinkerer. We know he's a guy who's not afraid to you know retool his whole approach and, and mess around with his pitch mix, mess around with his pitch repertoire. And you like that in a pitcher. You like a guy who is willing to uh, look at himself and, and be honest about what's working and what isn't and uh, try to refine the things that aren't or ditch the things that aren't and focus on the things that are and so yeah I think Trevor Bauer even though he has been up and down these last couple of seasons does deserve the benefit of the doubt when he's on the mound from the fantasy community so so long as he is in that SP 15 or later range I'm going to feel pretty comfortable about that if the price creeps up beyond that I could see myself having some reservations next year you know I I would too actually if he's right around 15 I'd feel really good about that um for no reasons I guess other than maybe just enthusiasm I see on Twitter over him. Uh, I just have this feeling there's going to be a lot of people putting him in the top 10, but you know, we shall see, like you said, we got a whole off season uh, for discussing that and seeing how people will, uh, will rank him. Uh, but he wasn't the only pitching standout. There were quite a few, but Kwang Hyung Kim certainly stood out with seven scoreless innings uh, against the Brewers. Uh, and that's after returning, uh, missing some time off uh, with the blood flow to the kidney uh, issue that that Kim had. His ERA is now 0.63. But it, I think I could toss him in the same category with a couple of pitchers that DVR and I talked about in the last episode. And, uh, that's um, Alec Mills, who uh, threw that no-hitter. And Brad Keller, who you and I have talked about, it seems like a few times this season. He's just continually going out and... Uh, giving us really useful starts. But Kim is in that same category. Not a lot of swing and miss, not a lot of strikeouts, just 17 in 28 and two-thirds innings. But his schedule now is at the Pirates and then at the Royals. At least that's how it lines up currently. So you put that all together. I mean, do we even care about the strikeouts or the swing and miss uh, with that schedule? No, we don't. We really don't. And I think the swing and miss and the, the lack of strikeouts would catch up to him over a full season. But we'll worry about that in 2021. He's looking at these two teams, his next two times out, two of the worst offenses in Major League Baseball. You add that up with what he's already done to this point of the season. I think he is a very useful guy, uh, someone who you would love to have on your team if you're chasing a fantasy championship the rest of the way. A couple of pirates that I think uh, are worth highlighting here. Because we've picked on the Pirates a lot, uh, and, and rightfully so. I mean, they're at the bottom in a lot of offensive categories. But uh, Josh Bell and Brian Hayes have really uh, turned it on the last couple of weeks. And Bell, of course, had just a, a miserable first month or so of the season. He's got a you know a mild seven-game hitting streak, but uh, homers in three of his last four games. Uh, so, you know, definitely stringing together some some productive games. And Brian Hayes has now played 11 games uh, with the uh 
doubleheader games from uh, from Monday. And as of right now, he's got two home runs and five extra base hits total. Maybe he's tacking onto that while we're talking. And 14 of his 23 batted balls entering Monday were hard hit balls, and he had at least three on Monday. So that's pretty pretty incredible. So what do you make of Bell and uh, Hayes' rest of season? I think they're trustable for the rest of the season. They're on these little hot streaks, and uh, I am a believer in the uh, in the hot hand in baseball, and all you need is a hot hand for another week or so, and you've got yourself a useful player. So I do think that they are both uh, usable for the rest of the season, trustable for the rest of the season. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Hayes next year. You know, already uh, he entered the league as one of the best defensive third basemen in the majors, just has an elite glove. So he's going to be out there for the Pirates every single day next year. It'll be interesting to see how well the bat plays over the long term. I'll be uh, interested to see how he ends up being judged in fantasy drafts at the third base position next year. But as far as this year goes, I feel pretty comfortable with both of them and 15 team mixers the rest of the way. All right. Tough pitching schedule. Reds, Cardinals, Cubs, and uh, Indians the rest of the way. We're going to see some good arms for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, just to wind up here with our featured read of the show from uh, Brittany Garoli, meet the cigar-loving, nearly 33-year-old rookie without a baseball card. Uh, This one's for you, Nando DeFino, one of his favorite uh, sleepers, Yadiel Hernandez. Great read uh, from Brittany Garoli. And uh, that's going to be it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15. If you're enjoying this podcast on a platform that allows you to leave a rating and a review we'd greatly appreciate it if you take the time to do that for michael beller i'm al melker we'll return right here on wednesday <laughs>